Welcome to the Moms Making Six Figures podcast. My name is Heidi Bartolotta. I'm your host. In this podcast, you will hear real women, real stories, and real inspiration. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. Hi, Moms Making Six Figures. Today, I'm interviewing my friend Liz Correa, and I am so excited to share this podcast episode with you. I've really been looking forward to this interview ever since she agreed to it. She is just precious. She is an accountant, and she is first generation in the U.S., and I think that there are just so many life lessons in her going from working in the fields to being this very successful woman that's raised an amazing son. So I'm really excited for you to hear this episode. Enjoy. Liz, thank you for doing this. I've been so excited to do this podcast ever since you said yes, just so you know. Because we've been we've known each other for like six years yes. now. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think since yes, two thousand it would say years to yeah. <laughs> Yes. And every time I spend time with you, I get to know a little bit more about your life and your story. And it's just such a cool thing. So I would love if you would start out by just talking a little bit about your journey into your career. And then we'll talk about motherhood and all of the things. So no, thank you so much for having me today. It's yeah. just one of those things like, should I ever be brave enough to do a podcast? And <laughs> here we are. <laughs> but um, you know, it's uh it's been how do I start it? How is my journey started? You know, I was I was raised, uh, I was born in California, raised in Mexico. As a teenager, I came to Idaho, so it was just different, different stages in my life. And as we came here to Idaho, working on the fields, going to school, I was able to finish school while most of my friends got married right after graduating from high school. I decided to go to college and, mm-hmm. you know, I decided to uh, just continue that that route and took me forever because I started working full-time, going part-time to school. It took me about seven years to get it all done. And um, the question is, how do I get, how do you decide it to study what you started, right? One of the questions. Yeah, because especially if all of your friends and your contemporaries are doing something completely different, it's pretty rare to go the opposite direction, really. So as a first-time generation, I just knew that I had to go to school and I had to continue with that journey. And, um, you know, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I had to get it finished. And uh, back at that time, you would, in high school, you would get a test to see, you know, what you're good at. Uh-huh. And, and accounting came to be on my top, top list. And I said, well, accounting, A, let's do that. <laughs> uh-huh. So, and I just stuck with that and I, until I finished it. And and, and uh, you're very I, good I, at it. Obviously, you've been doing it for quite a while yeah, it's now. Been, it's, been, it's been a while. And uh, we were just talking about it at work the other day. Like, 
accountants, we sit on a desk all day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how fun is that? And, but it's so, it's uh, the fun part about it is that you see people's lives and numbers. Mm. It's, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's how you, that's how you see stories. And, and you really help people. I mean, you and I have had this conversation because you needed to recommend someone for me. Like, it's a it's a very personal thing that you're dealing with in someone's life. So, yeah. So your accounting journey started, and you've just continually progressed. Did you ever question, like, oh, maybe I should do something else? I don't know. Did you ever? Because you're very social. Like, you, you're you very outgoing. And I was telling my friend, I'm like, Liz is super gregarious when you really get her talking. Like, <laughs> right. right. And and it's the, it's the, it's the funny thing, I, as I put it that way, because it's like, um, with a lot of people, I can be very reserved. Uh-huh. But once to once I I get to know the persons and once we know uh have something in common, like, you know, we can become best yeah. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so uh um that's uh that's how most of my close relationships with friends and uh um it starts with that one on one. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that I'm very outgoing. <laughs> and sometimes I go like, no. <laughs> You've always seemed that way to me, maybe just because yeah. you're so welcoming. So accounting and you um, are a single mother and you have a very, very beautiful and successful son. And how was that? What was that journey like in, you know, having a full, very significant full-time career and a child? Yeah, it you know for me being being a single mom started very early at the very stage you know I, I was I, I was a single mom since since the beginning and and uh, I just knew that I had to I had to go with my life and I I either thought you know you're you know a lot of people would say you're a victim or you just have to be the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I just knew that it was going to be by myself. Thankfully, my whole family was by my side, and and I know I couldn't follow that journey without without them and very close friends that they were always there, always there for me. Since um, you know, I do I do taxes and I do preparation of taxes. So for me, being in that world that I have to be gone for four months of the year, mm-hmm. always having those those special people on my side that that's. That's what made me go through, and I still, I still do. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? We mm-hmm. all need, we mm-hmm. need those people. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't done it without them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was so with your he he is also very active in sports. So was your profession? Did it allow you to navigate around his sports, or was it a lot of your support that was helping you with that? It was both. It was both because um, you know that's a very good question because at this point everyone says, "How come you're not? How come you're not um, on your own? You know, mm-hmm. uh, as sole proprietor, or have your own business." And and I've always said, you know, my my son is going to be always my priority. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I was able to work for a long time for for an accountant where they helped me. They were so flexible mm-hmm. that even though I had those first months of the year uh, to work lo- very long hours, I knew that I had the rest of the year to be with my son. Mm-hmm. And uh, having that flexibility and 
up to this point, I still, uh, where I'm at, I have that flexibility and they work with me that way, which which I really, really appreciate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you knew yourself so well in that because I do think, um, especially if a lot of people are saying, oh, why don't you go on your own? Sometimes you question like, oh, maybe I should. But being mm-hmm. able to step back and say, no, my priority is my son and this allows me mm-hmm. this. It's a very wise decision and not everyone makes it, right? So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about the fact that you're first generation here. Because I think that um, I have a section of my listeners that would appreciate this. (laughs) What was that like for you? Because you're first generation. You did, as you mentioned, and you and I were together the other day where you were talking to some friends. You did work in the fields when you were younger. Like, you have come so incredibly far. Um, don't you just, are you like proud of yourself? How do you feel about that? It's, a, it's, a, you could say, you could say it. Yes. Yes. Um, not too long ago talking to myself, you know, one of those days and like just going back to every decision that I have made. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to a point where I said, you know what? You should just be very proud of yourself, give you the big hug and like, yes, you took that decision at 19 years old or 21 or 25, even 30, 35. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think it goes back to the journey that we have. I grew up with my my mom always working. So I always Mm -hmm. had that. Mm -hmm. So it was she was always working. She was always working. And I'm not a very I would say not a homemaker, but I'm a very hard worker outside home. <laughs> and I, um, when we came, we came to Idaho and my grandparents were working on the fields and uh, we would go to school. As, as teenagers, we would go to school. And then after that, um, it was still time for us to go help them out. Then we would still work two or three hours after mm-hmm. after school. And I think that that gives you a very a lot of values on life, you know, yes. hard work and work dedication. And, um, and that just keeps you heads up and, you know, we just have to grow. We have to learn and we have to keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate so much two things that you said, one of which is that you always watched your mom work because you and I have talked about this. Mm -hmm. Um, As a mother that works, I have always wanted my children to see me work. It's been important to me because I want them to know that that's something that they can do and be successful at. I think for you, it's a totally different spin because you have a son. Mm -hmm. So having him see a really strong amazing woman that raised him don't I feel like there's so much power in that for the person that he'll choose in his life right yes yeah. I, I, at least that's the hope that's the hope. <laughs> 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 yeah. yes <laughs> yes at least that's the hope and uh like you he was we lived with my parents for up to six uh, years, and and that brings that reminds me, I bought my house. You know, I bought my house, and my house was empty, and I was still living with my parents. Uh-huh. And one day, my son goes, "Mom, how come we don't go to our house?" <laughs> and then you go, and I go, "Yes, I think it's time." Yeah, it only took a couple of days, and we were <laughs> starting packing to go to our house. Yeah. Uh huh. So, um, like I said, it's, it's a hope that he, um, 
one of the things to be a single mother, I encourage my son to be around it. Uh, men. I started doing karate at a very early age mm-hmm. and he had a great instructor. My my dad, my brother, my uh, really close um, male friends and mm-hmm. and I just hope that you know he sees a little bit of each one of them just you know since he wasn't around uh, a male figure. Uh, he had a lot of male figures yeah. but he didn't have the father figure yeah. at home. So. I'm sure he had father figures in different ways yeah. through your family, right? And friends. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the questions that I always ask, which I think for you is a huge one, is when you achieved six figures, what did it mean for you emotionally and mentally? Because you're first generation in this country. Like that's a huge accomplishment. It, it's a tremendous accomplishment for a woman in general. Mm-hmm. But you being first generation here, I think, adds another layer to it that I had actually not even really thought about until I knew I was going to be interviewing you. How do you feel about that? I just, uh, it's a, it's funny how I work with numbers and, and to get to that number is, you know, I did it, but never never with that intention of, uh, I don't know. I think it wasn't my, like, I didn't put a goal, you know. I just know that yeah. you just have to keep going. You working. have to keep going. You mm-hmm. have to keep working. And, you know, if it's not that figure, it doesn't matter. If mm-hmm. it's another, it's, but as long as there's goals and you have to get to them mm-hmm. and and just just that, keep working. I think, so I'm just going to say to you, I think you need to step back and, like, be super proud of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that this is knowing you for quite a while now. It's one of the things that you don't do very well. When I have congratulated (laughs) you on things, you're like, you don't, you don't, like, own it. I want you to own this one. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And that's one of the things that I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning to appreciate. And not appreciate. I always appreciate it. It's just, like. To, to have that on me that, like you said, it's, it's big. It's big. It's yeah. You have to, um, but I also believe on like, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's just your nature. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's in there. It's, uh, I think their values are more important than the, yeah. the, the figures or, and once you, like to me, it's more on values that you can focus and, to get to that goal without mm-hmm. even thinking about right, because hitting the values that goal. Propel it. Uh-huh. But don't you think, though, too, it's a huge testament to your family in the values and the work ethic that they instilled in you. So it's not just something that you're owning for you. It's something that you're owning for your family yes. as well. Yes. And then you think, like, isn't it fair? Like, I'm making more than my parents or, <laughs> you know, like, at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, um, they didn't have that opportunity, and I do. Yeah. but. Thanks to them, Thanks I do have it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So book or podcast. So I always ask my guests to recommend, and it's okay if it's a Spanish podcast, since that is your your first language. <laughs> like if there's a book, if there's a podcast that you would say, this is one for me that has been impactful. <sighs> books, books. <sighs> what? Or what? a podcast, if there's a podcast. And, you know, I 
think one of my f- um, favorite books, and as na, it's um, Sarah's key. Uh, is I don't, I know that La Llave de Sara is in Spanish, and I know that's an English book too. Uh, that's okay. You can say it in Spanish, <laughs> and then you can send it to me, uh-huh. and we'll tag it in your yeah. podcast mm-hmm. so that people can find it in English as well. Yeah. So how do you say it in Spanish? La Llave de Sara is one of our most recent uh, books that I that I loved. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Anything that I'm not asking you. So we have so, so the women that listen to this are usually aspiring to six figures or they would be our counterparts where they're, they're already there and they love the stories of other women that are succeeding, right? What in your journey would you say, oh, there was this or, or there was that, that somebody could really grab hold of? Is it work ethic? Is it a mentor? What is it that you in your journey would say, this is one thing that I think another woman could take and apply to their life. I can go back to to my work ethics or my work. Um, I always go back to to a phone call that I received one day, and it was for another from another accountant. Usually, as an accountant, you're receiving a phone call from an accountant, and you, you're thinking, "Oh, who do I lose as a client?" You know, because they're yeah. they're coming back. They're okay. They're um, asking for their information and I said who do I answer I wondering who do I love so uh-huh. I pick up the phone call and like you know this is this is Liz and how can I help you and and it wasn't that it was oh I just needed some advice oh uh-huh. and that changed my completely mind and it was from another um, female accountant mm-hmm. and I said you know what it's one it's an eye-opening you know, mm-hmm. you just don't see them as um, competitors, but, you know, we can help each other. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, it's very important because also one of the things, like when I become an accountant, um, I would go to my CPE uh, classes and not I only was a woman, I was Hispanic, I was young, mm-hmm. among, um, you know, white-headed men. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and having that support and supporting each other as a woman is is uh, is, is very empowering. Mm-hmm. And you do that a lot in this community. You're a very, very integral part of the community. So maybe we can wrap up with that. You give a lot of your time. So not mm-hmm. only are you very successful in your profession and as a mother, but you give a lot of your time. So maybe close with that. Why do you do that? I'm guessing it has something to do with this call, but you give a lot of time to the Hispanic Chamber. I know you're involved in a lot of um, women's nonprofit here. Tell us something about that area of your life. Uh, I just love to be busy and I love to, I love to give, um, I've always liked to learn, and that's another thing that I that I that I have learned. I met a person, and the person that probably hurt me the most, but I learned mm-hmm. the most from that. From that, and it was like surround yourself with people that you're gonna learn from. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered why was that person in my life, and I go, it's just to give me that just as tiny as it was, but it's just to surround yourself from people that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. And and I like to give and because I think I receive more than I what I can give. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for for having me. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank thank you. you. Thank you for for all that that I've learned from you and I hope to still learn from you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Moms Making Six Figures podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. To learn more about Moms Making Six Figures, head over to momsmakingsixfigures.com. That's right, momsmakingsixfigures.com.